culture, you know what I'm saying? For the Culture Podcast, episode 118. I got this Larry June for y'all. Enjoy it. Larry, talk to him. Damn, bet you got back. Looking like something that a nigga might tap. From Bip City, young niggas pulling jacks. North Face coat with a dirty ass strap. But me, I'm a Mac. I fuck with the hoes. Fuck the puss, bitch. I need a Bitcoin. You probably never know, but the bitch been going. I don't give a fuck, love. Keep going. That's your pussy, you can do what you want. I use my brain, never hands on the hoe. I never trick off, and they already know. Polo lounge, white tee, and some snow. Whip so new, valet didn't know how to park my shit, so I showed them how it go. I got family in the O, that's my cousin, Lil Joe. Went to school in the city, Civic Center in the mall off time. She went crazy Always drove down to the bay just to pay me I'm foolish I'm a dog But nigga 100, I ain't next to bitch at all Don't blame me, blame the bitch Stock AMG had to switch Tracy, how you been? I'ma keep it 100, I'll hit it again My name is Larry And bitch, I'm an heiress And bitch, I'm a player I don't wanna get married These niggas is weird So I'm to the neck Riding around the bay, I got traps to check I never hit those, but I checked the net Told her jump in the shower before she hop in my bed Player shit, new outfit, I'm killing shit Barbecue with my niggas on some cooling shit Gentlemen, I'm back. That's Larry June over a classic Sade sample, you know what I'm saying? Barry, a classic in my opinion. Let's get into these anniversaries. Will Smith turned 54 on September um, 25th. Donald Glover turned 39 on the same day. Janet Jackson released her album 20-Year-Old on the 26th in 2006. Serena Williams turned 41 on the 26th. Bow Wow released his debut album Beware of Dog on the 26th in 2000. Fetty Wap debuted with his self-titled album on the 26th in 2015. Jake Cole debuted with his album Cold World The Sideline Story on the 27th in 2011. Lil' Kim released her album The Naked Truth on the 27th in 2005. Lil Wayne turned 40 on the 27th. 27th. Um, Souls of Mischief um, released their classic 93 Till Infinity on the 28th in 1993, of course. And Jay-Z released his classic album Volume 2 Hard Knock Life on the 29th in 1998. That's still his biggest selling album at 5 million plus. T-Pain turned 37 on the 30th. Kanye West debuted with his classic single Through the Wire on the 30th in 2003. Smino turned 31 on the 2nd. And then today, ASAP Rocky turned 34. India Ari turned 47. And Shobanga's birthday is also today. So shout out to everyone. And those are your anniversaries. I want to tell everyone to continue to be safe. The weather's still kind of warm out here in the Bay and probably in the rest of California. 
But as far as it getting cold soon, get your vitamin C, all your vitamins and sea moss and all that good stuff. Take care of yourself. Um, yeah. Gas prices are going up in California. I don't know about the rest of the country, but gas prices are higher here. So go to Costco, go to Safeway, use all those um, text me for 10, 10 cent off, all that shit. Use it. So save your money. And in quick news, Glorilla got her first top 10 hit with Tomorrow 2. Shout out to you. Your first top 10 hit. Congratulations. Great new artist. Um, what came with it was ignorance. Not on her part at all. But JT congratulated her and then Cardi B fans were saying, why aren't you including Cardi B? And then it turned into a big beef between Cardi and JT on Twitter when JT was like, I've shown Cardi love plenty of times. This is about Glorilla, which it is. My thing is, yeah, Cardi's featured on the song, but it's not her song. Cardi B hasn't released a single. It was good in three years because hot shit was garbage and she hasn't released an album in four years. Um, we're not bowing down to Cardi B because she was on a song as a feature that went top 10, bro. This is a Glorilla's moment and stop ruining it. Stop beefing with other people on the internet for stupid shit. This is the second time you've done this. And I can tell this related to Nikki somehow because JT and Akbar are the two women that you've beefed with in the last three and a half weeks or so. I think it's been three weeks. And you beefed with some stylist that was related to Nikki because he used to style her or still does. I'm not sure. But yeah, this shit's getting old. Everybody's growing as hell. Stop. Goddamn. Like it's annoying. And then another quick news I want to say to what I woke up to this morning with Kanye. This nigga just likes attention. Cause he's never put anything ignorant like this on any of his any of his official merch. He wore a red hat, got what he needed done out of wearing it. Didn't need to wear it. Never sold him. Um, he put this stupid shit on with Candace Owens this morning, or was it this morning last night? Whichever. Um, he's never sold anything with nothing on there. He just likes attention. It's dumb because he thinks that any attention is good attention. But it's it's ridiculous, bro. We love your music. We fuck with you. Stop doing dumb shit for attention because you're Kanye West. You don't need to do that. I don't know why you haven't gathered that in the last 20 years or 15 of being a superstar. But nigga, stop. What is, like, what is wrong with you? Just dumb. I don't have nothing else to say. It's just stupid. Shout out Guap Dad for breaking it down, though. Make sure you buy some merch from him. Steal money from white people. I'm definitely going to be copping a hoodie. And I'll be cozy this winter in my hoodie. Um, speaking of merchandise, I'm also going to be cozy in my cousin's brand, D Squared. Fire sweatsuits are out. Make sure you go to her website, dsquared.net. That's D2, the number two, Q-U-A-R-E-D.net, and cop. It is great merch there. They have, she has sweats, um, sweatsuits. She has sweatpants and hoodies all, you know, together. So do your thing. $60 for a full sweatsuit. You're saving $40 because you're going to spend 150 with Nike or spend 60 with her. It's thick. It ain't cheap ass. Nothing like, bro, this shit is fire. It's fire. Just trust me. I got all the shorts. I'm going to have all the sweatsuits. I bought six of them hoes. Just trust me, bro. Just cop. It's going to do you right. Stay cozy. So now that we got those things out of the way, let me see. Um. Oh, also, quick news. Soldier Boy just welcomed his first child into the world. I don't know who the mom is, so I apologize. But he has a son now, so congratulations to him. As far as new music, 
Um, Quavo and Takeoff release another single from their upcoming album, Only Built for Infinity Links. That is coming soon. But the single is Nothing Changed. Great single, you know. Sounds like Migos. Obviously, it's two of them now. But sounds like the same stuff they've been doing. Nothing bad. Also, YG dropped an album. But I'm not going to lie to you. YG's been underwhelming for quite a long time now. And it's it's just there, you know. DDG's album. Solid. Decent album. I don't fool with Kevin Gates necessarily. Musically. And as a person, he's just a weirdo. But and nothing sounds bad on the album. DDG sounds good. You know what I'm saying? Um... But the highlight of the week, you can be mad if you want to. Tory Lane's album is fucking amazing. That nigga went crazy. Bars, singing, all that. Everything is good. For him to be blackballed the way he is right now and still putting out bangers. Shout out to Tory Lane's because that shit fire. It is what it is. Now, um, let me see. I think I'm going to play a little interim song. Let me see. Matter of fact, yeah, I got some Project Pat I'm going to play for y'all. It's been going viral on TikTok, but I'm going to play it for y'all because the full song is fire. Um, We're going to run that, and then I'll be back with my boy Cisco to talk to y'all. Enjoy. She's a freaky young gal, a bisexual, but a hustler, though, at the sales of snow. With that juicy fan thing, I can't let you go. What she doing, man, with all that I bet you know? Take them trips down to Mexico Get them birds and that herb And receive her dough Clock tick like a brain When she scheme or plot Set players up for change And receive or not My thing staying on hard Make that Gucci pop Or suck me up Till she get the last Gucci drop The shake club never had Much to offer her A dyke ball getting up Cause it's boss with her And it's boss with me While you be asking what's twerking Life is hard. Catching me with the dope and she'll take the charge. She's a 
ghetto type bar and her life was hard Catching me with the dope and she'll take the charge She's a ghetto type bar and her life was hard Catching me with the dope and she'll take the charge She's a ghetto type bar and her life was hard Catching me with the dope and she'll take the charge She's a ghetto type bar and her life was hard Catching me with the dope and she'll take the charge all right, and now I am back. That song is from 2001, by the way, if anybody wanted to know. That's Project Pat. And I'm here with my boy, Cisco. Welcome back, sir. What's good? So, you want to talk about fashion, photography, all that good stuff? What you got? Yes, sir. Um, so, right now, um, first off, you know, how's everybody doing? Um, hopefully, y'all doing good. You know, it's five right now. It's a little Monday night. Just mm-hmm. here editing just settling down, getting into the vibe. Um, not much going on. But yeah, hopefully everybody's doing good. Hopefully everybody had a good little start of the day, you know what I mean? Start of the week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, um, right now I'm just chilling, just looking, like I said, you know, looking at some photos. I'm about to also, you know, tap into a little editing process. And like most of the stuff I do touch on when it comes to photos and you know, like it, it pertains to fashion. Mm-hmm. It pertains to fashion and it's it's within that realm. So I mean, although you know, why not um, you know, discuss fashion while I'm at it since it's not really something that I often discuss and I was like, you know what, I'll just take the time on the platform. Yeah, yeah, do your thing. I mean, I think it's in a good it's in a good spot. Um I'm seeing, like, not just on TikTok, but, like, just observational. Um, thrifting made a huge comeback. Mm-hmm. It's it's really something big. It's something that that people are, you know, touching on. And I'm just, I'm just happy. Fashion, like, it's coming full circle. A lot of, a lot of 90s gear is coming back, like, windbreakers. Um, like, the college, like, the university connects as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of a lot of cool little things like that, just that weren't really as trendy or as popular back then. Just you know, making their way through the cycle. Um, that little that whole oversized baggy look is coming back too. I like it a lot. That mm-hmm, straight mm-hmm. that you know that straight legged fit, that whole that fit, um, that little '90s fit too. All that's coming back. I'm kind of happy. You know, it's we're getting in the right area for sure. Finally. Um, like fast fashion is finally kind of like it's slowing down. I mean, it's still gonna keep going to be honest, but fast fashion's part, always gonna be around, <laughs> sadly. Yeah, like it'll still make its rounds, but I mean, I'm glad kind of like thrifting is it's in the spotlight right now. It's it just has its moment. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's in a good place. And I mean, like, as far as sneakers pertain to that, too, like, the market is still in a good place. Um, the sneaker resale game is dying out low key. So, right now, definitely, it's still a really good time to buy up on sneakers that, you mm-hmm. know, that people actually want, things that, you know, grails, whatever. Um, just things in general that people want. Right now, like I said, it's it's a good time. Prices are low. Except for them Chicago ones when they drop. That's going to be a war. Yeah, that's the only thing that's gonna stay high. But I'm getting my shoes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm getting them shoes. Yeah, I'm getting my shoes too. I'm getting Chicago sure. ones and Chicago twos. I need both of them. I just need the. I want the twos, the Jordan twos as well. I can't front. 
the two Loki grew, but I think it was just that colorway and the Ama Manera colorway as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the twos, like it, it is an underrated and an underappreciated sneaker throughout the Jordan line or whatever. But I mean. I'm kind of happy to see that they're bringing not just the one, but the two back. And I've seen packaging for the Chicago two as well. Oh, it's beautiful. And yeah, they're, they're doing their thing when it comes to packaging for Jordan twos this year. I like it. Like mm-hmm. they're pushing that agenda. They're really they're trying to sell their shoe. Continue. You said what, bro? No, I was just like, yeah, I'm just kind of, Hold on, my bad. I got on the speaker. That's why. Oh, okay. No, yeah. The, that should be a little bit better. But, yeah, um, I'm just kind of glad, like, the twos finally, like, they're pushing it. They're pushing it real good. A lot of people kind of look at it, too. It's like, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, it's just a Jordan 2. But, I mean, I like that they're pushing it. They're like, gonna they're gonna resell a little bit higher than normal. It's not going to be stupid like the ones, but they're going to resell higher than normal because they're pushing it this much. Yeah, though, though for sure, especially because it's a Chicago colorway, mm-hmm. it'll resell a little bit more. No, yeah, that one will be a war zone though for sure, especially for ten and a halves. Anything from a nine to like an eleven. Will my be... my size is ten and a half. I literally am about to be fighting for my life to get that shoe, but I'm getting it. Same, honestly, like that. That's my size. I can go ten and a half for eleven, but like mm-hmm. either way, um, I'll probably just go true to size. Ten and a half fits me best for ones. I'm wearing my top threes right now, and that's like perfect. So it's like that snug. It's like that snug. Like if it's so, if it's perfect, if it's you mm-hmm. know, like a I have a little bit of wiggle room, room, but not like in an eleven where I really got to like clown shoe tie them, you know. And yeah, I hate like it's a, it's like a little bit bigger and it's like a little bit more wobbly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I hate that. So. Ten and a half. Yeah. I might be able to fit a ten, but I don't like Jordan ones aren't just available like that for me to try it on. So that's how that is. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like true to size when it comes to Jordan ones. I had one pair of of satin breads. Uh, yeah, they're like satin bread ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had them in a the size eleven. A friend had sold them to me. I like the shoe. Don't get me wrong, but because it was a size eleven. I got a couple wears out of it. I got my wears or whatever, and I kind of got, I got rid of it just because I was like, you know what, like it's not really gonna work out. I didn't really like how flimsy it felt on foot. Yeah, my um, black and gold ones are size eleven. I gotta, I gotta trade them to get a size ten and a half. I only wore them twice. I love the shoe, but I need it in a size ten and a half. So. Yeah, like that. When it comes to like, like when it comes to the Jordan One, I feel it's it's only with the Jordan One because I've. With Jordan 4s, I have a couple... My Black Cats are size 11, and they they fit snug. Like, they fit, so like, a 10 and a half. My Lightnings are, too. Yeah, like, 4s are... You can go true to size, and you can go for sure. Um, you can go true to size, and you can go half a size up when it comes to 4s, and you'll still get that, that same comfort. You'll still get that same, like, little snug feel mm-hmm. um, when it comes down to it. That's why I like fours. Um, but yeah, those motherfuckers can be a little bit um like that's kinda like that shoe. It's comfy, but when you like when you finish your day and you actually take them off, like after you go out or something, like like your your feet will be feeling like the after effects of running the floor. That's like the thing with Not fours, mine. Though. I put them I put them insoles in mine. I'm good now. I got insoles in my ones, my fours. 
my fives, my off-white fives got the insoles in them. I'm good. I put them Hefe Lux insoles. I ain't got to worry about nothing. I can wear whatever shoe I want now. Them shoes are amazing. I actually, I actually tapped in those two. Um, I bought, I bought, I bought a couple because I bought some for my sixes because mm-hmm. um, I know we discussed the sixes and how uncomfortable that shoe was and yeah. I was like, man, like I, and I had to tap in. I should be getting them in soon. Like I haven't got them in yet, but yeah, I when you get, get them, them you just uh, take your insole out, cut it, cut it to size, and then put it in, and you're good. That's all you got to do. Takes like five minutes. But, but yeah, um, for sure, I'll tap in with you. Like once I get them, I should be getting them in probably tomorrow, like Wednesday, whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did that yesterday, and other than that, I mean, yeah, like shoes, shoes are cool. I need those Midnight Navy 11s, too. Like, that is... Those are dropping on my girlfriend's birthday. She doesn't like a lot of color. So, I feel like if she was going to wear some 11s, if those were gray, she'd fuck with them heavy. Like, they did a cool gray like that, she'd rock with them. But, I don't know. Those are nice, though. I don't necessarily need them, because I have a lot of shoes with blue on them, so I don't need to add more blue. But, I like the shoe, though. I see what you mean. Yeah, like I, it was like different, and I actually seen that um, kind of like a more like a in person rather than a mock up. Mm-hmm. It made me like want the shoe a lot more, and I'm not gonna lie, I I do have a lot of blue shoes too. I have a lot of reds and blues, like whites on reds or whatever. But mm-hmm. I just need a navy pair. Like that's that's all I need. I just need like a little navy pair, because I have a lot of navy clothes, but I don't have that much blue clothes. So it's like I don't want to like you know have to step out on the all navy fit or some and then you know have like a pair of blue shoes like i would actually like to have a pair of like navy shoes you know what i mean Just yeah I know what you mean. yeah yeah so hey i ain't gonna lie i might get those also those little those um navy fours too just because they're close to the cements yeah that's why i'm not getting them i was like i have the cements now because if I didn't, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go for these. But now that I have the cements, I'm like, yeah, I don't need them. They cool, though. They nice. Nothing wrong with them at all. But I love my cements. And if anything, I just keep rocking those. Yeah, those cements are fire. Mm-hmm. Those are a clean pair. But I can't lie. To me, it was worth um, doing the whole trade with the cherries. I love that shoe so much. I'm glad you do, bro. Because I'm finna get another pair soon. I've been looking at them. And I'm like, I want them bad. So... Oh man, yeah, get that pair back, bro. That's that's all. That's a really good pair to have. Chicago Thirteens. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If I get some Chicago, if I get a Chicago colorway and like all the OGs, I won because I'm like I got the black infrared sixes. I'm probably gonna get the 2019 pair though and get rid of these 2014 pairs. I got the cements. I'm gonna have these Chicago ones and Chicago twos. I have True Blue threes. That's close enough for me. Like I got basically a white og colorway and a lot of the first few shoes and then my off-whites are basically the white home colorway but just off-white edition so i'm like I'm, i got everything from one yeah, through you, six. yeah you're doing good when it comes to the all the white on reds mm-hmm. so yeah i'm like i got my citrus sevens i don't necessarily need any other sevens i got the citrus sevens and the ray allen sevens sevens are another shoe you can go in go up into a size 11 also because those fit snug too yeah, I kind of noticed because I have two pairs. I have the retro hairs from 2015, mm-hmm. and I think that same year I, um, I'm not sure if it, the French blue when they retro the French blue. I think it was either that year or 2016. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. 
but I got both of them, and they do fit pretty snug. It's a it's a pretty light it's a light shoe though, so yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. They're both ten and a half. They fit pretty snug. I love my I love the fuck out of my retro hairs. That's that's a classic. Yeah, my brother, um, I he was trying to get into getting some shoes. Like he wanted some Jordans. I was like, get those because you can rock them with damn near anything based on the color. So he got him some hairs. I don't have any hairs, but I wanted him to get some like classic shoes. So I told him get those. The ones I do want are the um, not the Raptors, even though that would be a cool color to have. But I need the uh, the Bordeo Sevens. Those are nice. Those are nice. That's probably the only other colorway I'd actually go after. The Raptors are nice too. Like it's between those two colorways, honestly. I guess whichever one I get first. <laughs> yeah, like for me, like I like the Raptors, but I don't know. I don't know. I just don't feel like. I'd rather just get the Bordeaux. I just like the I like the tones on the colors, and I like the the whole like the black and then like the charcoal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was a it ended up being like a nice little combo. Um, I mean, like that's pretty much it when it comes to the sevens. Like I don't want to collect like all the sevens. Mainly, I want to collect right now. I just when it comes to collecting, I want to. I just need a metallic fives, and I got like all the all four OG colorways for the fives at at the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm but just yeah, right I'm now, still healing my inner child, getting all them shoes I wanted. Because when the Citrus is re-released, I said I'm getting those, and I woke up early, copped them. So on on the sneakers app. Yep, I actually got those on sneakers app, and I got a pair of um, what's the name of this damn shoe? Bo Jackson's uh, Nike, the trainer. I got a pair of trainers on there too. Oh yeah, those those are yeah, like for sure. Like aside from Jordan, those and like you know, Air Penny twos, like Air Trainer ones. I like, do want to are... get some um some pennies because I know they just released the Orlando colorway. I want to get that pair, and I seen the social status pair. Those are nice, but I want the OG Orlando colorway. Yeah, I seen I seen that those are for sure like making a comeback. Um, mm-hmm. we'll get more. Like, well, I'm pretty sure we'll get more. I think Stussy's supposed to drop an Air. Uh, Air Penny too, um, sometime this year or next year, but yeah, like I've seen them getting that hype ready for that and for all those like other like 90s um silhouettes as well. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's cool, like overall fashion is good. Like the 90s are for sure, like they're back in swing full circle. And, and I've been on that my whole life, I've been rocking jerseys with shit. Like that's, that's just what I do, so I am really glad that it's starting to come back. I'm like, I've been on this, so I just get more stuff to pick from. Yep, and that's how I feel. Like just like with windbreakers, I've been stocking up on a lot of windbreakers. I haven't had one. I need to get some though. Wait, continue. I said I haven't had a windbreaker. Like I had one. I was like little when they were out, but I haven't had one since. And I want one or want more than one. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get some windbreakers. Yeah, windbreakers are like those are for sure my thing when it comes to like the winter. I just layer them, put nice, you know, little tee little jackets and stuff. I like fucking with windbreakers. That's one of my main for sure. I starting I think two years ago, I I I just I sold like I got rid of all my finals. I in my opinion, like as cool as a final looks, I kinda thought to myself, you know what the this shit is looking like. It's played out, you know, like I wanted to try something new. Right. So I started buying corduroy, like, you know, like overshirts, windbreakers, and I started experimenting with other fabrics, like when it comes to layer wear and just putting pieces on top of each other and just kind of stacking a little bit. Mm -hmm. And 
as of right now, I'm chilling. I do, I still do have a couple of flannels that I wear. They're just like a little bit oversized. So like when I'm bored or something, I just like get like a little, like a two piece, like a sweater and, and just like throw the flannel over and just be comfy, be comfy and cozy or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to get more flannels. I only have a red and black one, but now that it's starting to get or gonna be cold in like probably a month since it's still so hot out here, I'll be ready. Yeah, yeah, it's been hot. It's, it's actually been pretty hot. Like it's not too hot, but I mean, like the weather's still there. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just waiting for this to cool down so I can actually start posting some more um, layering fits and stuff. Yeah, I'm about to get all my damn. Um sweatsuits off since i just copped so many off my cousin i just got to get all my shoes to go with them i need to i'm buying a pair of aqua eights soon just so because i have a, uh, the mint colorway she dropped i need to get a pair of aqua eights to go with it yep um speaking of the aqua eights um that's definitely like a shoe that i'm waiting to like wear and wear with you because i did buy um i'm not sure if you heard of this page um that goes by die fresh on instagram I might have seen. Um, they, they sell. They have a bunch of. It's a bunch of upscale thrift, like a bunch of. It's it's all East Coast fashion, so like the whole windbreaker vibe, mm-hmm. the cooey vibes, and they have like all that luxury, like that luxury vibe too. Like they'll be selling, like Tachini um tracksuits as well. They'll be selling like you know little like Dior pieces here and there, like velvet two pieces, mm-hmm. and just like cozy wear. Um, so I recently, well, not recently, but uh, like earlier this year, because um, I was tapped in with them, I bought a tracksuit that goes with the Aqua 8s. Mm. Um, it's honestly like one of the best pieces I've ever bought. Um, I can't lie, like <laughs> it was a little pricey. Um, but I mean, that's I how it be. To myself, it was like, it was worth robbed you a lot of times, so I get it. <laughs> Like, it was with every penny, like, the second I got it in hand. And I have another jacket as well, too. Um, so, like, that page, I guess, like, they um, they provided, um, like, garments and outer, you know, like, outfits for the show um, Raising Kanan. And I thought that was really cool, you know, like, they're, like that's kind of, like, going to be one of the reasons why this 90s and, like, late 80s, like fashion trend is really you know blowing through the roof because you know mm-hmm. it's things like that that kind of like will make be like oh you know people will start taking notice like on the shirt like on the like the nike connects from the 80s which is something that i really want as well like in my collection i want more 80s like nike hoodies and just more more just more products in general of like when those brands like they had a little bit more art artistic integrity and stuff and they kind of coordinate coordinated everything with like the with like shoes back then or whatever like how mm-hmm. streetwear was just kind of like at a peak yeah it definitely was um but i mean like i said like it'll it'll all come back soon and then photography has been going good as well um i recently did um last month i did this little shoe actually no not last month in august so in August, I did this little shoot. Like it was my very first ever shoot with uh, working with like a little local thrift store. Oh, congratulations! Um, yeah. Um. So like, like on my IG page, um, it's a Gua Vision. Like the shoot is there. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. 
it was we based it on the 70s so i watched like a lot of um like 70s based shows like miami vice i even like looked at winning time just because of the way the show was shot yeah yeah they definitely did good there i looked at like the grains and like all the tones and i just like prior to that shoot i spent like a couple months just doing research as far as like how how the like how the presentation of like those shows and like how the colors and all of that stuff came together even looked at a couple of magazines and read articles online and it was really fun keeping like working towards something that was that i feel was authentic to like the 70s craft and the way things were genuinely captured in that era Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that was definitely a fun experience it was like i said my first like major um my most important project to date just because it did um it did a lot for my photography and it did a lot just in general of putting me in a creative director bag. I was also doing other things as well. Aside from taking the photos, I was um, like, like styling was involved, um, you know, play, you know, arranging the sets and other things and just kind of consulting with the models and like the people in general getting everything together it was a really fun experience honestly well i'm glad you got to do that bro because now now that you've done it you you know in the future you could move a lot smoother if anything did snag during the process you'll know exactly how it goes yeah it was definitely an eye-opener it was it was fun though it was 1000 percent fun i would definitely be open to doing more creative direction aside from just like being the photographer and sticking my nose just like in every other little aspect and putting my piece it was Mm -hmm. it was very fun um it just kept me productive and it definitely kept me more in tune when it comes to shooting and i'll probably be planning one based on the 90s just because like i said like that whole winter season is coming so i just wanted to like capture like layers yeah But yeah, like that whole little shoot was pretty fun. Um, definitely also got my name out a little bit more as well. Yeah, you got to definitely network and put your name out there, get involved in the space. Especially locally. Honestly, that shoot, like, don't get me wrong, I've never been against it, but that shoot really, that shoot really opened me up to, to working a lot more and staying local and, like my mentality my mentality changed a little bit mm-hmm. to like keeping myself like you know work with my locals a lot more um stay you know stay local you know for as long as i'm going to stay local before i start moving to like you know let's say like one day i go to like i go to pittsburgh or i go to like hayward or something because somebody hits me up to you know because mm-hmm. they want me to work out there and like I'm just kind of like right now doing as you know winning my city over winning my town over and just yeah, grow out of grow from your town out not from out back into your town I get what you're saying yeah like just slowly capture my town just slowly capture the souls and like all the people in my town um like it really put me keen to that whole mentality and I haven't looked back ever since I'm just mapping it out here and I mean like I said I'm 
I'm having fun with the whole process. It's been a genuine process interacting with like, with so many, like, cause you realize too, like you get to meet like a lot of cool, like local people that you didn't even know that you would bond with too. So that's, mm-hmm. that was definitely a plus in the process. Yeah, definitely. You never know when you just put yourself out there, how many people that are like-minded you'll meet. So I get you. Yeah, that that one for sure was fun. Like as far as both like clothes and you know photos and everything, when it comes to like putting them together, like they really did become a huge, um, a huge thing in my identity and like who I am. And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean like, like you know, like fucking like hype beasts and shit how they kind of like make these brands their identity how they make their youtube and their views and their likes and their comments like on their like discussion boards or whatever like their identity um i just feel like i genuinely fell in love with like the processes of like you know like styling clothes shoes in general putting it together putting a couple of poses together and capturing those you know, like those little moments Mm -hmm. and, and like the whole editing process, like it all just, it definitely became a part of my identity, like in a good way, like not in a bad way. I tried to, I try to be as genuine and as like thorough, like in my little processes, like no matter what, I try not to, not to like make it a whole, you know, like a clout based thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's definitely been fun for sure. Um, getting both the getting into uh, getting used to both fashion, getting used to photos, getting used to all of this, and really also too like you know paying homage and actually knowing like where I'm like where I draw my influences from because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's like a lot of there's like a lot of times too where like a lot like. Like, people don't really appreciate, like, their, like, the cultures and, like, the people, like, the things, like, where they kind of pull influ- influence from, and they just kind of like to take credit, and I mean, like, in my opinion, like, that's not, I obviously, you know, you come to realize, like, that, sh- that shit's not cool, like, as yeah. you get older. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pointless to just do stuff, like, if you already have the audience, it doesn't hurt you at all to just tell people this is where my influence comes from not i put this i made this like it's it's so stupid it's so stupid yeah like like i've always like especially with hip-hop like with music in general so like i know like one thing for sure like i know for a fact is like i've always appreciated where like like streetwear you know like photographers and like the whole culture in general I've seen like where it's rooted to and I've never um like it's pointless to discredit where the culture comes from just because of the time that you're in mm-hmm. and like you shouldn't like no matter how much like the culture in general has changed you there's no reason for you not to discredit um and you know like shun out the past like what made it and all that stuff so mm-hmm. I mean like I, I just come to like every like every time I do a shoot, every time I do something, every time I do a fit, 
I always think about where it, like its origin. I think about what inspired me and like what the origin of that was mm-hmm. and just, you know, pay as much, pay as much homage as I can and appreciate the culture for like, for like what it is, you know? Exactly. Now I get you. Cause a lot of music will come out and then people will try to claim that this isn't the sample, even though every, like my main thing also, is like, we can look it up and show you exactly where you got it from so sitting here lying is not going to do you any good because you're going to look worse so people are weird exactly and especially this also kind of makes me want to touch on like what la hip-hop has become since since it became like the yg mustard tide era like the Mm. whole ratchet scene as it kind of blew up into the mainstream masses Mm -hmm. i just mentioned earlier Um, on the pod that yg's music has become very repetitive and it's just a bunch of people gonna buy it because i'm putting it out and white people love this music so i'm just gonna keep making this mediocre music and they're gonna buy it and that irritates me and uh yg's music has been trash like he hyped up that song with that mary j sample and it's garbage like honestly i was about to say the same thing no that that song's trash that song's trash the only good part is mary j's part and that's a mary j record we can all go listen to like yeah like that i remember hearing that for the first time and because i did see a lot of people hyping up the song before it's released people who Mm -hmm. have listened to the leak before it's released and I remember tapping in for the very first time just to listen to it, you know, just, you know, Friday night and I was barely, you know, catching up on the releases and obviously, bam, it was like right there. It was the first thing like on the the hot tracks for Apple Music or whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. So yeah, I mean, he, I listened he to it. posted, like what he posted as a leak was just Mary J's part. So I'm like... I didn't ex- like I was like I didn't expect it to be this bad but I was like I want to see what you're actually saying cuz I know what the Mary J song sound like I have that record so play me what your part is don't play me the old part like with Jack Harlow and his song you played me Fergie's section yeah you sounded good in between Fergie's part but the rest of the song was garbage bro the hook was the only good part of this record so ugh. exactly and it also I could say the same thing for that like for Tigers, like that Sunshine record as well, that too. Song, with the Janae flip, did great, like, but his part was bad. Because I'm like, the original Sunshine, that song, that was a song I never thought would be remade. Because I don't, I didn't know a lot of people knew that record for one, because people don't listen to Lil Flip. But my yeah. thing was, why, why'd you remake it like that? Because the beat was different. Like, you didn't even have to change the beat, you could have just made the song again, you know? Yeah, I get you. I know what you're saying. And, like, some of these, like, remakes, too, they're, like, like, obviously, like, I'm pretty sure back in the 90s, people kind of also looked at these, kind of, like, how sampling works or whatever. Like, I understand that as well. Like, I understand the viewpoint that, like, we're also, you know, going to complain a little bit about it. Um, But, I mean, I can't even front, like you said, like, that YG remake was, that shit was trash. Super trash. That... I feel like YG has not been on formula since Still Brazy, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, still, um, Stay Dangerous had a it had a good songs mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Like it, it had a it had good songs on there. Just that the album as a whole wasn't like it didn't grab my ear. 
the way Still Brazy did. When oh, yeah. Still Brazy was done, um, it really felt like I was listening to an actual, like, a Los Angeles West Coast rap record mm-hmm. from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really, I was really getting all those, that, that G-Funk vibe off the whole album. And I'm just to this moment as confused as as probably you would be as to why YG did not follow that formula instead. He could have just and went just back to his of, first album formula also. Like that would have made more sense because his first album is still his best one. Yeah. Usually. On, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Like his first two albums for sure. They're they're definitely at the top of mm-hmm. his discography. And. Like when it, I don't know, like I said, when it, like, yeah, when it comes to YG, um, I feel like also I think he does low key need DJ Mustard back on board. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he needs Mustard back on board to, to give him more of the direction that he needs, like as an artist, in my opinion. Yep, definitely. And other than that, I mean, LA's LA's fine. Like you, they got the Blue Bucks clan out there doing their thing. Rucci doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And I was actually talking about this the other day with a friend. I kind of noticed, um, like how the Bay and LA kind of switched up their kind of switch sounds a little bit um because i do notice like the bass a lot more melodic and a lot more tranquil at least when it comes to rap now yeah because we have larry june and they have one take j the exact opposite so so like and the la scene kind of became more hyphy more turn up Mm -hmm. like yes because i thought one take j was from out here at first i didn't know because i just heard him and i was like oh he, he gotta be from the bay nope yeah, like that whole, that whole, like that whole one take, that whole Ruchi, like all of them, even like all the little rap singers too, like Kalon, Pharrell, and all of that. Like, it's like they just kind of swapped sounds for a bit, and Ellie just kind of ran with it. Even yeah. like Shoreline too, like OGC, like the members on their own too, mm-hmm. they're still doing, they're definitely on that Bay vibe or whatever. I feel like the only person still doing the Bay Area, like, quote-unquote hyphy stuff is um, Pilo. Because Pilo's new album was amazing. He was melodic, too, but he still has that original, like, the bass is going to bang. But that's because he produces it, and that's what he does. So, Yeah, as far as Pilo, like, Mustard just took his sound off and ran with it. Mustard took his sound and I Am Sue's sound and put it in an L.A. artist album, and then it blew up. And that pissed me off. Yeah, because, like, low-key, like, I mean, high-key, you're definitely right. Because I remember that early 2010s when, like, Suzy Six Speed dropped. Exactly. Um, Young, uh, Young California, the EP. Mm-hmm. And Kilt and all those other, like, Kilt know, is the one that he really tapes. stole off of. Kilt is where I go back and I'm like, Mustard took this whole sound for the Especially, next two, three like, years. Like the song Mamie, like that mm-hmm. shit right there. Um, that definitely you can tell. Like I said, like like you're saying yourself. Um, like Mustard definitely went through a lot of this catalog and just kind of mimicked and pulled the sounds 
And like you said, he put him in, he put him inside YG and even like some of Ty Dolla Sign's early songs as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that to me, like, yeah, like Pilo does deserve a lot more recognition, like as an he artist is. in general, than he actually, than he actually claims if we're going to keep it a buck. Um, like even like, obviously like even Blueface, like when he came out in 2018, yeah, and then um, my that really pissed me off because he they him and Whack Dumbass One Hundred literally went online or into Hot ninety seven and went online and was like, "This is not the bass sound." Like, what? Are you crazy? You gonna sit here and lie? The whole dance you got is from Oakland. You gonna sit here and lie? But uh, yeah, I, yeah, that whole that whole dance for sure. Like that is definitely a bait move. Like I remember people doing that in middle school, and you gonna sit here and tell me that you created it? It's ridiculous. Not even that, and I think what song it was on a song. I think it was on it was on Freak Bitch, like how he has like those little like high like the high pitch ad libs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was definitely giving Mac Dre. Mm-hmm. Like that little high pitch, that little whine, like when he hits, like when he hits those like little high notes, exactly. when he's kind of like, like a lot of those ad libs, a lot of that like high pitch stuff. Like, it was definitely obvious. Like, a lot of this, that was kind of when I noticed, like, the shift in, like, from both scenes. Like, like I said, like, the Bay became a lot, a little bit more, like, it took cues from G-Funk a little bit and made it a little more tranquil, mm-hmm. more laid back, as whereas the L.A. scene just kind of skyrocketed and just became turn up all the way. Yeah, they seen what we were doing. It was like, we can make money off this. Blow up. So yep. I'm like it's whatever. I know what yeah, like, music came from, so I'm not tripping. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, that's like the thing too. Just like as long as you know where it comes from, um, which I mean, I'm pretty sure like they all do. Like they all had to like grow up like listening to Keith the Sneak or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I mean, I can't be mad at it because I mean, I've been making so many LA playlists just because like I do love that sound. And they do their, some of them, like, they'll do their best and they'll, like, put that little, like, those G-Funk kind of, like, you know, make it more, make it feel, like, a little bit at home, even if it's, like, the majority is, like, a Bay record. Yeah. Yeah, like, LA's doing fine. Like, I don't feel like, Cali in general, I don't feel like it should, like, it, sh- it should just stick on the path that it's on and not really, like. Force force itself too much, like compared to like other areas that are definitely getting spotlight. I like Cali, like rap in general, where it's at right now. Yeah, it's not in a bad space. My thing is, I just wish that it would get recognized more because we're out here, we're gonna recognize it. But nationally, it needs to be recognized more than just YG. Because if you think California rap, you think YG. A lot of people don't even think of Tyga, even though he's from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tyga's just national, so. I got a hand to him. He he does know how to stay relevant. Um, yeah. I'll I'll give him that. Even though he does make the the same record a lot. Yeah, I feel like he knows how to make good music, but he also knows how to make the music that white people are gonna buy, and that's where he sticks. So, at least most of the like time. He, like he has a little balance where mm-hmm. he knows whether whether he wants to make like genuine hits mm-hmm. or when he has to get the bag. Exactly. Exactly. No, yeah. Like if anything. Art, there's like a couple artists too that like do like I feel like G Perico deserves a lot more praise. He does. I didn't know who LA. he was until his um his feature on 
It was on Larry June's album. Is my favorite song by Larry June is "Summer Snow" and G Perico is the feature. And I was like, "Who is this? Who is this? This nigga nice." You know what I'm saying? So, and then he was on the Dreamville thing too. He worked with Dreamville for something, and that's the most recognition I've seen him get. So, the first time I heard G Perico, um, I was listening to. Um, I think it was it was a another LA artist, uh, Polyester the Saint. Um, mm-hmm. Like very very laid back. Um, I heard him on a G Funk beat, and I liked his voice. Um, I saw why they would compare him a lot to DJ Quick too, just because of the vocals. Oh okay, you gotta see me I that. The, I don't know who that is. Yeah, like yeah, like DJ Quick. Um, you know, like like '90s DJ Quick and all that shit. Um, he got his little. He got compared, and I kind of like. I heard why. Like I heard his voice, and I liked his voice, and I started looking up more projects from G Perico, and I was already like, you know, okay, you know what? Like he's got it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's next. Like why people think you know YG um, mustard when it comes to LA? Don't get me wrong, but when I think of LA, like I'll think of like the Blue Bucks Clan, G Perico. Mm-hmm. And even like Tyler and Kendrick, like keep in mind, like Odd Future comes from the West Coast as well. People don't remember that. They don't remember that. People know Kendrick is from LA, but with Tyler, yeah. I feel like they're just like he makes music for white people, and it's like, no, <laughs> he's from LA, which is yeah, why a lot of like, people didn't get his last album like, either. Like a lot of people forget that all these artists are from like LA is actually pretty stacked when it comes to artists. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that's kind of cool too. Like, cause like it, it does show diversity within the area and it's not just like trap, like hyphy, like trap beats or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I've definitely been seeing a lot of, well, I mean, not anymore, not as much anymore, but like when I kind of wrote the topic down, I, I would get on Twitter and there was a lot of like Chris Brown versus Usher in a versus like it was, it was a trending topic for, for like a good amount of time. And there was a lot of like, there was a lot of like valid debates, like when it came down to that, I'm not even going to front. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just a cool little topic. Um, it was pretty hard. I can't lie. Just because, like, they both have really good trajectory. Especially Usher. Usher definitely has, like, a really good trajectory. I would I would lean towards Usher. Mm-hmm. But not by... I'm not going to call it, a, like, necessarily a landslide. I feel like Usher wins in terms of... I feel... Because I remember me and Anthony did a battle... And I beat him, but it was like by two. I I love Usher more. Usher was who I grew up on. I grew up on Chris Brown too, but like Usher is the better artist as far as making full classic albums. Yes, Chris Brown can make a great album. It's going to have bangers, but as a cohesive full classic album, Usher's winning that every time as far as his prime. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Usher definitely has like Usher has a more you could say like a more memorable and just a more genuinely produced catalog. Exactly. Exactly. And that's nothing against Chris because Indigo was the best album of 2019. And and probably if you, if you take nostalgia away, his best album easily. 
Honestly, it was, it was 40 records to, and it was all to, fire. I, I have to agree. Indigo was, I remember it, it had me on a chokehold for like a coup, like two months. When I feel like out. that's why his new album, it's not bad in any way, shape or form. I went and seen the performance live, went to the concert and all that great album. But the fact that it was following Indigo made people not fuck with it as much. And I feel like that's the only thing that stopped Breezy from taking off the way Indigo did is because Indigo was just that fucking good. Yeah, he really did it with Indigo. And I need to go back and actually revisit that album. Go through the deluxe because um, you'll get 40 straight. <laughs> yeah, that's for damn sure. But then again, I mean, it'll be worth it, you know, listening to a, a full, like a full deluxe or whatever from Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely, like I see, like he, he puts out his music and he is consistent. He is definitely a hit maker. Oh, easily. For sure. Yeah. He's never made like a bad project or a bad, you know what I mean? It's never been like, what is Chris doing? This is trash. I've never had to say that. Yeah. Cause I remember when, I, even I remember when X came out, um, Mm-hmm. Drunk X texting was, has X to was be... amazing. Yeah, X. I remember X when it came out, like in twenty, like in twenty fourteen, around there. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember listening to it too, and it was like it was around that time, like when hip hop artists and like, like even R and B artists, they were kind of fucking with that, like whole like the EDM. They were kind of like making these like little hybrid records out of them too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the one song that stuck out and gave me that 2000s vibe and that it brought that nostalgia back was drunk texting with Janae. Yeah, that was a good record. That was a really good record. That was a that was a really good record aside from the from Autumn Leaves and from like the other songs like I think Diplo was on there too. I fucked with the one he did with Aaliyah too cuz it takes a lot to even especially back then it took a lot to get an Aaliyah sample let alone her voice on something that was unreleased and that record was oh, fire. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that for sure. Um, yeah, I, remember, I definitely remember that too. Um, as far as Chris Brown, I will be doing some revisiting um, tonight, like as I edit some more photos. Mm-hmm. But Go I'm sure, like, start from I don't really need to revisit as much. What's up? I said start from 05 and go all the way up, but don't forget the mixtapes because people forget he didn't put out like 300 extra songs on just tapes. But they're only on YouTube though, sadly. Oh no, yeah. Like I mean, as far as like looking, as far as using other platforms to look up music instead of just one, I don't really have an issue with that. Oh, okay. As opposed to like, like I don't mind. Like if I have to look for something on a certain platform, I'm I'm gonna do it because I mean I've always done that, and you know like I mean it's music. You know like if you like if you like it, you're gonna look for the source. Oh yeah, if you, if you really want to listen to music or research an artist that you fuck with, you're gonna find what you need to find exactly you're gonna go ahead and do the due the due diligence and mm-hmm. you know look as deep as as deep as you have to because like i'd be doing that too whenever i because like lately i've been kind of like an old head and i've been listening to like a lot of 70s and 80s like r&b mm-hmm. and i do understand that some of these like artist albums like not the full things are on there they could be partial out yeah like partial albums and i have to like look up certain songs like on other platforms but it's really not a thing just because like i you know like if you if you like the music you, you're gonna look for it you're gonna you're gonna want to hear it um and be like 
also I do want to touch on the topic of like attention span and how kind of like like I feel like TikTok in a way is kind of like has shortened it had it kind of had an impact on how music is made and how music is definitely composed and like oh definitely people are trying to get that 10 seconds that is going to go viral so the record can get spun exactly and then for the most part people like people just want to hear that 10 like if you go to like parties or clubs or whatever people want to hear that 10 second Mm -hmm. clip only they want to hear that 10 seconds to record their video and go home exactly like literally the best case like the best case scenario of an example is literally um i spice munch oh yeah literally yeah like, she, she'd be a better artist if she wasn't going for 10 seconds you know what i mean because it's not like she sounds bad it's just on, the only part the record the only part of the record that i think she even know is them 10 15 seconds because she says those 10 15 seconds and then she just bends over it's like damn you don't know the rest of your song that ain't the end of the song exactly like the song is still like the song is still going yeah so it's it's weird she has another song that's coming out but i don't know i feel like she's just gonna try to use the same formula because she's like raps for 10 seconds and then she just bends over and it's like bro i want to hear you rap like i'm here for music so yeah yeah and that kind of touches back on like that kind of definitely also touches back on artistic integrity like i feel like because I can't even lie to you, bro, like, I think it's been since Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers that I actually kind of, like, sat down and listened to, like, a full, a full album, a full, just to sit down and actually take in a full project. Mm-hmm. And it just, cause, like, I really can't, because now, don't get me wrong, like, a lot of the music that is out right now, don't get me wrong, like, some of it is good. And, you know, I can say Tory Lane's album that too. just dropped was actually worth listening to. That album was fire. Yeah. No, yeah, that album was definitely it. It didn't. It it was very impactful. Um. And like a lot of the songs for sure are, they're like some are growing, some are like finally kind of like taking their toll. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, off that record, my favorite has to be World Light Steppers. That has to be one of the most, like, insanely, like, just the writing of the track as well, the flow, that dusty, that, you know, like, that New York rap. Like, I could Mm -hmm. honestly picture, like, if you put the beat from World Light Steppers on, let's say, on Wu Tang's that double album that they dropped after Enter the Wu Tang, I feel like that yeah. beat would fit perfectly within Wu Tang Forever. That's the name of the album. It probably would. It probably would. I believe you. And I like, I could while, definitely but... hear like someone like RZA and like the Jizza, mm-hmm. even like have Inspect the Deck and like a lot of these. Wu- I could definitely hear Old Dirty Bastard like rap over um oh, easily. Steppers as well easily. Yeah, old dirty bastard would kill that beat. Like that—that that beat was phenomenal when I heard it for the first time, and so was um, Rich Spirit as well too. Mm-hmm. I like Rich Spirit a lot. Yeah, Mr. Morale was—it was a good. It was definitely a good album. It had a lot to say. Once I seen Kendrick live, I feel like that's a minute where the album was actually solid, and it was a really good album. Like, yeah, it's not Good Kid, Mad City. It ain't damn, obviously. But that album is still fire. 
definitely, you know, good album. Not ASAP Rocky's best. And obviously, um, Kendrick, you know, Kendrick has better albums like under his belt as yeah, well. Yeah, sure, like, best, good listening it's still good. I didn't like it at first. I, I always fuck with Praise the Lord because I just love that song. But as a cohesive album, at first I was like, eh, I don't know what you're doing because I was so used to the other two. And then when this one came out and I went back, I probably went back during quarantine because I didn't have shit to do and listen to a lot of old music. I was like, okay, this isn't a bad album. I was just stuck in, it's supposed to sound like this. Yeah, so, like you, you like you kind of like you have that little expectation from like what he usually does. Mm-hmm. I was so happy though, like when they finally put um, "Live Love ASAP" on streaming platforms. Like, don't get me wrong, I had it on SoundCloud saved already, but it was just, it was pretty cool that they decided to add the, they put the full album on, on Apple Music and Spotify. Mm-hmm. And now I get to listen to like brand new guy like on repeat every day, every day. It's <laughs> definitely one of my top tier um, ASAP Rocky songs for sure. No, I feel you. Then real quick, I just gotta let the public know to stop buying Panda Dunks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's nothing wrong with the shoe. It's just I feel like the main issue is that's what people think is the only shoe available. Like, yeah, I'm glad Nike's actually putting a shoe out a lot, but Nike needs to do that with everything, not just one shoe to where it's flooded and now they're overstocked with a bunch of things. So that's why their stock is falling because they just keep putting the same shit out over and over. Yes, everyone has a shoe now. We can stop releasing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it definitely became like the Nike Rushes in 2011 for sure. Like it became a little staple shoe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I miss my got, Roches. Like, I need to buy another pair. <laughs> yeah, Roches. Yeah, Roches are mad comfy. I can't even find like just for every, just like for everyday wear. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like at least like when it comes to like the Panda Dunk, and it's also like obviously like it's not even the shoe, like not even just like the shoe in general. Like, like you said, it's you know people thinking like you know that's like the you know like an ultimate hype. And then you got all these different variations of it as well. Like you got the high top, you got like you even got like a, a fucking like a vintage high or whatever, and it's like the same color block pattern, just like a little aged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that one day when I messaged you, um, I was getting back from the mall, and actually at work today too. I I noticed a lot of people had like that pair, like that low top pair of Panda Dunks. And in my mind, I was just kind of like, oh, hell no. <laughs> no just seeing that, just seeing like the shoe everywhere. Um, like, don't get me wrong, like, it's not a bad shoe. It's just, it's just over marketed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, the shoe was fire when it first what... came out. Then it's like, okay, everybody that wanted the shoe has it. So what are we doing? Exactly. Now, what we need to do is wait till next year. Cause I know Jordan's about to drop the panda in a. They're about to drop it in an eighty-five. So yeah. they're cutting the colorway. That's a shoe. I'm That's like, do I'm I want that shoe? Because is everybody gonna get this damn shoe? But then I'm like, Jordan's gonna have that limited. They're not gonna do this re-release shit. So. No, yeah. Like once I saw that they were gonna drop it as an eighty-five, I was like, you know what? That right there is where my money's going next year. I I could honestly give a fuck about any other shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Actually, I take that back. I take that shit back because I know that they're about to re-release the Aquas next year. Mm. That's one thing. That's one Aquas... reason why I haven't. You know, Continue? I said that's one reason why I haven't bought the Aquas I want. I'm probably gonna get them anyways. But if they re-release them next year and be like, "Damn, I already bought mine." Because <laughs> I think because I have I have mine too. I have my 2015 pair and like it's like butter. Like they're still holding up. There's you know they're still like almost practically like dead stock like they're still clean i can still wear them the one shoe that they need to redrop is the bugs bunnies because like my pair is fine like it's the soles like starting to crack mm. i need to get a pair of bugs bunny eights i want bugs bunny eights and aqua eights i don't think i care about any other pair I'm like playoffs are cool but if i get those two then i don't really need anything else because i have black and red shoes that don't have to be eights you know what i mean yeah, like I picked up on black, um, black and red, like on the bread colorways. When it comes to like, I have the flu games. Mm-hmm. I got bread thirteens and I got last shots. Like so, like that later era. That's where like my, like the black and red cycle starts for me. Oh, and the black infrared sixes as well. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like when it comes to Jays, um, I relate to you in the fact that I have a lot of white on reds. I got the five red threes on like when those dropped on sneakers. That was honestly, I was happy when I caught those. Um, I got both five reds, the black, the black tongue and the silver tongues, the white, the white infrareds and the carmines, the mm-hmm. hairs, the bugs bunnies. And I need some carmines. Chicago I got some I've been looking at for as far as long. I got some carmines in my watch list that's been there for like a smooth year. I need to just pull the trigger and buy them. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know. I think those are those should be going like for a little bit over retail right now too. Oh, they're only two ten. The ones I'm looking at, they're only two hundred ten dollars. I'm like, I'm not spending over two twenty for a pair of Carmines, honestly. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's the Nike Air, so it's like you know, it's definitely a good deal, um, for sure. Not to pass up on those, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just need them to. If anything, like next year, aside from the eights, I just need them. I need them to drop those eighty fives, those pan, like those panda eighty fives, and hopefully, like down the road, I do want to see the black cat thirteen get a retro as well. That would be nice. That would be nice. I would cop those because I don't have any black cat fours, and they're fucking seven hundred dollars, and I'm not paying that. So yeah, like. When I got my black hats, I got them for a steal just because cause a friend was a friend was trying to get rid of them, and like at first he didn't have a buyer. Mm-hmm. I was helping them. I was helping him sell them at first. Um, like his price was high. He wanted he wanted five hundred for them at first, and then he he hit me up seeing if I wanted to buy them, and he dropped them to like three fifty. Oh, okay. That's not bad at all. Because he was having a hard time, like, because he kind of, like, cut his, not necessarily cut his losses, like, he got his money back because I think he had gotten them for, like, three, around the same area, like, before, like, when they were sitting, of course, and then. They were cheap I don't know first. how, I don't know how that shoe shot up in, in that much of a fucking price. Honestly. Somebody, like, somebody yeah, wore them. I feel, I feel like somebody wore them, and then it blew up, and it was just like, damn. So, 
Yeah, because that shoe is worth almost a thousand bucks right now. On yeah, StockX. and I'm not buying it for that much money. I refuse. Yeah, I definitely refuse to. And when I got the Black Hat 13s, I was honestly happy too because, like, for one, it's a Black Hat. Two, it's a 13. Like, the shoe's already going to look cool and it's going to be comfy. And it's just like, what more do you want from a Jordan sneaker? Especially when comfort is like like a main issue in some of the shoes. I can't even front. But like you yeah. said, um, you got those insoles. You can wear any shoe you those. want, bro. Any shoe you want. You can put that shit in there and you're going to be good. Yep, I can't wait to try that shit. I'm about to put them in my sixes for show. And I'm about to start moving those sixes because, man... I think the six is an abomination when it comes to comfort, aside like alongside some of the ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, those are nice. Those are cool little podcasts. Those are definitely more, just like a more laid back something, not too major. Oh yeah, nothing important really going on right now. Nothing crazy. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely nice happening with you again. Yes, sir. Anytime. Hopefully, you know, hopefully you're doing good. Hopefully everything is going good with you. Oh, yeah, um, I'm doing great, bro. I'm chilling. I'm working on a bunch of stuff. The podcast and stuff is just like normal, but everything else, just working on a bunch of stuff behind the scenes, and when it releases, it releases. So you're going to see it yep. whenever I drop it. Yep, we're going to be in tune with each other, each other's little hustles and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's a vibe doing these for sure. We'll look, we'll look forward to more in the future. Yes, sir. All right, man. Definitely nice to have a new with you. Yep. You have a good one. Yep, you too. All right. All right play. Peace. And that was Cisco. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I'll be right back. I'm going to play a little record real quick. I'm going to give you some quick sports news and then we're going to get up out of here. All right. You guys enjoy. And with 
that I'm back, you know, just a little quick KC record. Y'all heard this on a previous pod. So in sports and, you know, judge tied Roger Maris with 61. He still has not hit 62 as of today. And today is October 3rd. But Roger Maris Jr., who never played baseball, just the son of a great, said that 62 would be the true king of home runs and Barry Bonds record is illegitimate. To that I say, fuck you. And I also say to that, read my article on Barry Bonds on ML3ForTheCulture.com. Cooperstown. Go ahead and read that. The problem with Cooperstown. But, um, yeah, Barry Bonds hit 73, never failed a drug test, and you could do what you want with that information. Because he didn't kiss the media's ass or was an asshole to certain people. It has nothing to do with what he did on the baseball field. So, greatest baseball player of all time. Go cry about it. Now... In the NFL, prayers up for Tua Tagovailoa because he is uh, not playing this next week after playing back-to-back games with a concussion. He got a concussion against the Bills, came back second half, played, and then he went to play four days later and got another concussion and seized up after that concussion, and he is okay. Um, Sports dangerous as hell. My kids will not be playing it. I don't see them playing it in, in any type of fashion. It's just, it's just crazy, bro. But I love watching football, but I just know. You know what I mean? So prayers up for Tua. The Dolphins are under investigation by the NFL, but the NFL is no better. So the NFL needs to be under investigation by somebody else, not themselves. Um, in positive NFL news, the Raiders got their win. Fuck the Broncos, you know what I'm saying? They still ain't beat us in a couple of years now. But we did our thing. Josh Jacobs still needs to get the ball more or just get the ball just like this. You know what I'm saying? Our red zone issues, we're going to iron that out, and we're going to be all right. Denzel Perryman got a concussion in that game, so we have signed a new player. I got to see who it is, though. I think Martinez is his last name, and he worked in Patrick Graham's system, so that'll help the team out a little bit. So, yeah, um, we're going to see what happens this next week. So on Monday Night Football against the Kansas City Chiefs, if we can win that game. We'll still be one game out of first place. So, yeah, the Raiders season is not over. Thank God. So we're going to continue to do our thing and we're going to be all right. We are going to be all right. With that being said, everybody, I want to, uh, you know, extend my appreciation for listening this long because it's a longer episode. And hopefully I have longer episodes in the future, more guests and things like that. I didn't get to have a lot of guests and, you know, obviously for a lot of reasons, but we ain't going to worry about that. We look into the future. I appreciate you guys for always sticking with me. Those of you who have been listening since day one, I appreciate you. Those of you who start listening this season, I appreciate you. And anyone who is new and went back to listen to this episode, I appreciate you. And with that being said, black people, stay together. She wanna go viral. We fucking for hours. That pussy got power. That pussy got power. She wet in the shower. That pussy get loud. We saying no vowels. We fucking no coward. Nope. I'm digging in deep. She wanna get geek. She stepping that flower. We geeking for hours. It plays a plan. They peak it devour. 
To my brother, she always. I'm coming, my baby. Fuck it, I'm crocodile burking the baby. We don't take breaks, she won't fuck on the daily. Had to stop, get some curse for this lady. We go CC, make her wanna go crazy. I hit Mercedes inside of Mercedes. How would that P got you popping in places? I'm giving her the D on the D boy, baby. Giving her the D on the D boy, baby. I'm in a gut like this, sit up. I drop the dig out like a dealer. Yeah, I left a few rest for your rent up. She make that little pussy pop like a pimple. I'm parking right here in the center. Yeah, I tell her pull up, she gon' mop out the dribble. That's why I upgraded her denture. And I'm out in love with you. She wanna go viral. We fucking for hours. hours. That pussy got power. That pussy got power. She wet in the shower. That pussy get loud. We say no vows. She fucking no coward. Nope. I dig in it deep. She wanna get geek. Uh, she sniffing that flower. We geeking for hours. It players a player. That pee get devoured. To my brother, she hours. I'm coming, my baby. Forget a crocodile burger, my baby. Show you a lick, now you working, my baby. You fuck on me and feel personal, baby. Trust me, it's coming full circle, my baby. The dash and the bands is virtual, baby. You seeing 3D off of Perky, my baby. Seeing HD off the Tusi, my baby. 31 gang get spooky, my baby. How can I worry about blocking with buttons when niggas is out here and Glockies is busting? How can I not be the topic discussion when niggas got rich off of dropping my gully? How do you even be rocking with buddy? The pictures I seen, I'm like, damn it, got lucky. Take it from him and I leave him with nothing. She wanna go viral. We fucking for hours. That pussy got power. That pussy got power. She wet in the shower. That pussy get louder. We say no vowels. We fucking no coward. Nope. I dig in it deep. She wanna get geek. She sniffing that flower. We geeking for hours. They play as a player. They pee get devoured. To my brother, she always She ate it up like an edible I'm leaving up like a residue She said it dig is incredible She think I want her on schedule I'm pushing it like a pedal This pussy going on a pedestal You need me, I gotta take care of you You need me, I gotta be there for you You got silence and this on it, right? We bought a G5 and we took a G6 And I know that we still on the flight She know that she lit and we love taking risks And we about to go somewhere tonight Young, I want her bitches a bitch And this bitch put this shit up and give her this pipe And I'm about to come I'm up, I'm about to come and I like She wanna go viral We fucking for hours That pussy got power That pussy got power She wet in the shower That pussy get louder we say no vows. She fucking no coward. Nope. I'm digging in deep. She wanna get geek. Uh, she sniffing that flower. We geeking for hours. It players a player. They peek at the bow. To my brother, she hours. Slatty.